technology is the most powerful change in the world of education. Everything changes. Welcome to the Emerging Technologies in Education podcast, delivered to you by Clever Books Company. Dear listeners, thank you for joining the Emerging Technologies in Education podcast series. And we have Jan today. Jan is from Australia, and I want to give her a word to introduce herself, tell what she's doing in life, and uh, tell a little bit about herself as well. Here you go. Hi. Hi. Thanks, Daria. Thanks, uh, everyone. Glad greatly on this podcast. Uh, my name is Jan Owen. I am the CEO of the Foundation for Young Australians. And what we do at the Foundation is we uh, do a lot of work uh, researching and then putting research into practice and working with young people to think about the future of learning, the future of work, and the future of living. So how are we going to work, live, and learn together now and into the future? Um, and the way we do that is with, as I said, a lot of research. We've been doing research for the last two years on young people and the future of work. And that research has really led us into education to think about what are the new skills and capabilities that will be required in the future of work and in the future of the world. Um, and then we also do a lot of work with emerging young entrepreneurs, particularly social entrepreneurs. So young people who are trying to look at how to uh, look at the world differently or design new systems or create new ways of us living um, and working and whether it's in health or education together. So we have a very um, large platform of 200,000 young people that we engage with in Australia and um, I pretty much have the best job in the world. This sounds Amazing. And you're so passionate about what you do and you're connected to education, you're connected to entrepreneurship. It's an amazing mix, I would say. Amazing. Thank you very much. So uh, let's then move to your next question. And the next question to you, how do you feel about using technology for education? Are you positive or negative about it and why? Well, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's an interesting, and you know that word interesting, Adaria means, you know, not interesting, in the sense that I always believe that uh, students, and particularly young people, have already kind of voted with their feet. And by that I mean that, you know, in the next 10 years, there'll be 5 billion more people on the planet with a smartphone, and they will be doing everything on that smartphone. So my only question um, is really to ask us all the question which um, which somebody who was in business said to me a few weeks ago um, as the CEO of a very large corporation. He said, you know, in business we're up to kind of digital 4.0 and education is still analog. And I thought that was a very, very telling statement that people in industry and outside of education think that education is still analog, that we're still using old models of technology and we're not actually keeping pace with where students are at, where the external world of business and industry is heading very, very, very fast. So um, I think that it's a real challenge for us to think about how do you quickly, how do you stay, how does the education system stay up to date with students? 
let alone then with industry and what's going out in the broader world. Our research says that seven in 10 jobs in the next 10 years will be digital jobs. So they will be jobs that are digital jobs. They will require digital skills. So it seems only right that those skills should be being developed at school and not as a coursework that you might do once a week, but actually in everything that you do. Um, so digital skills. And the other thing that we know again from our research is that we call everything kind of 3D at FIA. And by that, we mean that online and offline for under 18-year-olds, the kind of next generation of, of the real digital natives, online and offline are the one thing. They're not separate things anymore. So whatever we think about technology from people over 18, the reality is that young people are already there. The reality is that the worlds are all joined up and the reality is that outside of education where young people are heading, seven out of 10 jobs are going to be digital and these skill sets are absolutely essential in the real world. So my view is absolutely technology is should be built into, it should be almost seamlessly part of learning and part of education. Thanks, Emil. That's a beautiful comparison about the digital world and technology in the business and really analog way of uh, using the, the means to educate. And I think you are so right that so many jobs will be more and more connected to the technology and more and more require the skills from the kids uh, to to actually use the computer or a technology of any sort that, uh, that are not currently actually at school. Um, totally agree with you on that mm. point. And um, can you tell me then, like, there are so many technologies out there, like e-libraries, like 3D printing, augmented reality, virtual reality, different um, open education courses, and so on. And I think that maybe some teachers, they might be losing the thread where they need to to go which way and which technology to implement and i want to hear your point of view on which technology could be really um good benefit for the education in general either at school in the classroom or at home or on the go for any adults or kids mm -hmm. doesn't really matter mm. i mean it's, it all comes to kind of the future of of learning doesn't it and i you know, I think about learning a lot, not education. And I, I'm educating myself <laughs> about the idea of learning and this idea that, um, again, it's very, very, very clear that um, young people today, again, the research says we expect them to have 17 jobs in five different industries across their lifetime. We don't know what most of those jobs are going to be. In fact, 80% of jobs that exist today didn't exist 10 years ago. So this goes to what are the skills and capabilities that young people are going to need to learn. And in our research, the top five, and there's probably a top 10, but the top five are things that actually some are digital and some aren't. So problem solving and critical thinking is an absolute number one skill that is going to be required. In fact, we expect in the future of work that we will spend 100% more time in our week, in our, in our working week, and at work problem solving than we do right now, 100% more time. We also know that we're going to spend about 
30% more time um, having to be self-directed learners. So um, being autonomous, being kind of having an entrepreneurial mindset, um, managing these different jobs that we've got, that takes a different skill set. It's not one job for life and you kind of just sit back and go on the ride. This is, we're going to have to be much more agile. And the other thing we know is that we're going to spend 30% more time learning on the job. So as jobs change, um, and it's very interesting that they used to talk about university courses about 10 years ago and they would say, you know, 10 years ago they would say, by the time you leave university, 50% of what you learnt will be not really relevant in the real world. Today, 10 years later, they say, only what you learnt in the last year of your university course will probably be relevant in the real world. So on the job, learning is going to be absolutely part of what everyone's going to do. And that means there'll be a lot of ways of learning. There will be ways that you learn with self-directed learning, which will be, again, on your smartphone through a micro-credentialed or short course. Um, and I just see school and education becoming much more like that. I think the idea that we join up these different skills and ways of learning using technology is what's really, really powerfully important. But our skill sets are going to be very, you know, we'll have some skill sets that make us so much more human in the future, but underpinning those will be lots of technology and we're going to need to be able to utilize that, that technology. And I like to think a lot about, um, you know, I went to school last week actually in Australia and it was amazing because it had this beautiful, incredible farm and on the farm, that's one of the projects at the schools, they sell produce. But of course, that produce is also sold online and there's an entire platform that the students have built to sell their produce. So some of it's sold at the school gate, but some of it's also sold and distributed and they've had to use a lot of tech to run that project at their school. But the tech is an enabler. It's not driving what they're doing. It's enabling them to actually do more and to do it better, smarter, faster. And I think about that and the use of technology and education in that way a lot. Technology is enabling. This is a very, very to the point. And I think technology is enabling not only for the for the kids to to do something with the project and i think it's absolutely beautiful project to do something with the hands like on the farm and then sell it digitally and i think it's a great project that um that the school is driving uh, technology is enabling i think also in the same way pretty much the educational process because they um help teachers um the technology itself to drive and enhance the learning process and um, anyway teacher is going to be the driver and the supervisor of the process and the facilitator of it mm. and yeah mm. can you tell me a little bit more about your company and um, I've, I, I hear that you'll do a lot of research a lot of things around the young youth and the entrepreneurship can you tell a little bit more um, on how you are driving uh, the you know this um, research results to be um, applied to the practice like um, helping youth mm. with getting those digital skills or anything else and if you are doing that. Mm. So one of the things that we do with our research is we kind of um, you know look for areas where we can um, help showcase you know the research and demonstrate it I guess so. 
we discovered a few years ago that this, you know, these 21st century skills, or as we like to call them, enterprising skills, you know, problem solving and critical thinking and creativity and um, cultural intelligence, these are all the skills that are going to be needed um, now and into the future. And so we basically build our programs to show how you might do those things. And um, in the last couple of years, one of the projects that we've been running is called $20 Boss. And with $20 Boss, um, students in mostly middle school, middle high school, uh, get $20, a real $20, and they get one month and they have to set up a business that's for planet, people, and purpose. And in that process, they learn and have to apply all of these skills that we're talking about, problem solving, critical thinking, innovation, creativity, financial literacy, digital literacy, and so on, and um, and collaborate. And of course, many of the very smart students get into a group and pool their $20 so that they've got a bigger pool. And um, because also not every student is a kind of an entrepreneur, which is fine. So some student has a great idea and they get everyone else on board with their idea and they they bring it to fruition. But it's been amazing to watch this. Over three years, we've had 26, over 26,000 students involved. And um, they have set up 2,500 businesses this year. Many of those students take the businesses out of school and then they are still at school. They're 15, but they're still running their business. Um, many of them have, been, have used tech platforms to drive their business. And teachers, of course, are teaching this coursework and have got very, very, very involved. And teachers have had to learn about how to set up platforms like Etsy, you know, equivalents at the school so they can sell products or how to help set up payway, um, you know, systems on websites to help students actually collect money for this. So I love the idea that teachers also are learners all the time. Teachers are lifelong learners. And we've watched through $20 Boss, not only students do incredible work. By the way, they have to pay the $20 back at the end of the month with a dollar interest, which they all do, which is remarkable. Banks don't usually get that kind of return on their loans. And um, and then any profits they make, they can put back into their business or into their school and community, or they can um, donate it to charity. And teachers and students have gone on these learning journeys together, and it's been remarkable um, to see teachers and students. And again, I think that the teacher of the future and what we're seeing in our work um, the teacher is also, of course, an educator now, and so they have multiple roles. They are a facilitator, a coach, a curator of information. They're a co-learner, a co-designer. And um, where we've been working with teachers in designing either programs like $20 Boss or, in fact, we're working with teachers designing new schools, it's been fantastic to see teachers look, working alongside students and just, you know, I think learning together um, I think that's a very, very powerful opportunity in the future. That's an amazing example. Totally loved it. Is there one thing I want to ask you? Uh, there are not all the people in the world that are saying like, yay, I am for, the, uh, for technology and education and so on. Uh, what do you normally say to those people who don't want to go outside their comfort zone and use technology? Uh, well, <laughs> there's a few things. I mean, everyone 
actually does use technology. I mean, there's very, very, very few people really that are not using technology every day in many, many, many ways. So I think it's about creating this kind of bridge between what people are doing in their everyday lives because it's the same as when we talk about AI, right? Everyone says, oh, AI, it's you know, going to be terrible or, you know, we don't, we don't understand it or we're not sure. You know, there's a whole range of views about AI and, and automation and robotics. But actually, it's already, we're already using those. AI is already um, completely embedded in everything that we do on social media. Um, technology has been embedded for decades in everything that we've been doing in our daily banking. Um, you know, in, in every single thing that we do for decades now, actually, we've been using technology. So I try to help people think about, actually, you're already in it. Um, and it's the same as now understanding where we're going. We're already in the fourth industrial revolution. People keep talking about, you know, the next the next industrial revolution's coming or happening. We're actually in it. We're living it. So part of it is to kind of take stock of that and say, I actually am engaged with technology all the time in every day, in every way. That is going to increase. How do I utilize, facilitate and enable that in the learning context? How could it actually enhance what I'm doing? How could it assist what I'm doing? How could it aid what I'm doing? How does it give students more agency in their own learning and in their own inquiry-based learning to use technology. And so in, in understanding that A, you're already in it and B, actually thinking about how could it enable and facilitate and how could students, then it's less about kind of your fears and challenges around it and more about your curiosity and your interest in learning about it and how you might use it better. I'm certainly not a kind of a blanket, it's everything and it's got to be everything and it's the entire future. I think that it, technology is going to enable educators to be um, very, very powerful um, agents for their students and incredible facilitators of learning. I think technology is going to enhance students' own experience of learning. I think what technology can do in giving individual program plans and lessons and um, learning and data. And again, let's remember in other sectors like health, for instance, this has already happened. So, you know, education, I believe, is actually lagging a little bit and we need to step into this space and think about how is this going to become much more useful for students themselves and engage them in a completely different way in their learning every day and in many, many, many ways. It's, there's a huge world of opportunity out there. And, of course, the landscape, you know, we're doing a lot of work in Australia at the moment about understanding the ecosystem because education used to be supply and demand, you know, as a teacher and a student, and that was it was a two-way exchange. And now education is a very, very deep, complex ecosystem. There are many, many stakeholders, players, vested interests, and learners at the centre. And so thinking about that helps you think about the landscape that you're in. And then the educator is one part of that. The student is at the centre of it. But there are many, many other players now. And 
that also means it's potentially a very enabling environment and very exciting to be in. The other thing about education is that it's a profession that is going to continue to grow and develop and um, there will always be a need for educators. It's probably one of the most exciting professions in the world to be in is to, with the largest number of young people and children ever on the planet, um, to choose to be an educator is the most powerful thing, one of the most powerful things you could do to create change in the world. And I want to add from my side as well, and to to shape the child's future. Jan, thank you so much for sharing your well, uh, valuable ideas. And I think it's absolutely brilliant and knowledgeable podcast. We're definitely going to share the information about um, your company and the researchers and everything that you've done and also the projects. I think it's absolutely brilliant to have a look at. And yeah, thank you again very much and have a great evening in Australia. Thank you too. Thanks so much for having me. Everything changes.